Hi, I'm TJ Thomas, and this is Therapy Thursday, a weekly collection of easy, approachable, bite-sized tips to help your mental wellness journey. As a clinical therapist, I've spent thousands of hours working with clients, and now I want to bring the therapy love to all of you. Let's go. Hey everyone, welcome back to Therapy Thursday. Today we're going to be doing our second language lesson, but this time talking about how adjectives and their placement affect our mindset. Last time it was talking about I have versus I am, how in some languages we might say I am hungry versus in other languages like French, you would say I have hunger. And we were talking about how saying things like maybe I have sadness versus I am sad might help shift mindset about, you know, the way we're feeling and about how it's just temporary and it's not about our entire identity. So in today's lesson, I want to talk about adjectives, how we use them to describe ourselves and how the placement of adjectives in language can actually affect the way that we view things. So in English, the way we've structured our language is that almost every adjective, in fact, maybe every adjective comes first before the noun that it's describing, right? So if we were going to talk about a man, we would say a happy, young, athletic, excitable, carefree man, however many adjectives, always first, right? And that describes the man. In some languages, like French, for example, adjectives come before or after depending on the kind of adjective and what it is. So for example, you would say um, a young man would be un jeune homme, a young man, just like in English, but a happy man would actually be said as a man happy, an homme heureux, or a sad man would be an homme triste. So you would say a man happy or a man sad. Other languages that don't follow Latin bases have adjectives and nouns, you know, in completely different places that I don't understand at all. But the reason I'm talking about where adjectives are placed is that the way we use adjectives in relation to the noun actually tells us a lot about the way we view the thing we're talking about. So for example, if you're familiar with work with autism, there's a lot of debate about how to describe someone with autism. Would a parent call their child an autistic child or would they call them a child with autism? And there's actually some debate on both sides of this, but one of the things I find very interesting is that the proponents of calling it a child with autism is to say that autism is just one part of the child's identity. They're not an autistic child because that's not everything about the kid. They're a child who has autism or a child who is autistic. To them, this is very important to recognize that this is just one part of their identity. It's not everything about them. To them, it's very important that the adjective comes after to talk about the child first, because it first and foremost, they are their kid, who they love. And secondly, they happen to have autism. Now, I think this is very interesting when examining the relationship between, like the example from before, of saying a sad person versus in French, you would structure it as a person sad. Now, I actually really like the idea of having adjectives come after, because it lets us recognize that it's, they're a person first, and then they just also are currently sad or currently happy which actually got me interested in seeing if there's any sort of studies about how verb placement in a language of origin might affect the way that we view things. And I couldn't find anything. So if anyone out there knows something, please send it to me because I think I just became fascinated by this idea. Now, of course, I'm not suggesting that we try to change our language structure in English. I'm not saying that you go around talking to people being like, oh yeah, I'm a man sad. Yeah, today I'm a man happy. I'm not suggesting that we try to do that. But I do think it's an interesting thought exercise to identify how your internal monologue talks about yourself to yourself. Are you putting all of the feelings and all of the thoughts first or are you putting your identity first? Are you an unlucky person or are you a person who is unlucky? Are you an angry man or are you a man who is angry. It's a subtle shift, but I think that if we can start using this kind of thinking, if we can use this kind of phraseology, even just in our internal thoughts, in the way we talk about and think about ourselves, 
It can actually help us to recognize our identity as separate from whatever temporary, current, emotional state we might be in. So my invitation to you this week is just think about that <laughs> and just see, see if that does anything for you. If not, like in the video that I shared last week, nuance and thinking is great and if this doesn't actually do anything then so be it either way thank you so much for joining us this week please feel free to send me a message with any comments questions or topics you want to see on future episodes i really really love getting requests and with that i will see you next week Thanks so much again for listening. If you enjoyed this or other episodes of Therapy Thursday, please consider rating and leaving a review wherever you're listening to your podcast. It really, really helps us to be able to get this in front of more people. Of course, remember that this is a podcast, not therapy, and it should not replace any treatment by a licensed mental health care professional. And I invite you to follow me along on my Instagram at TJ Counseling for more mental health tips.